Hello everyone and welcome to the Movie Shed Podcast. I am of course your cinema-loving shed-dwelling host, Mike. Okay, so today I'm tackling something that I've mentioned in a couple of uh, past shows, maybe even a review or two, and that is the idea of subverting expectations. Now, to kind of get us all on the same page here, I'm going to read a definition. Now, it's from the Urban Dictionary, but I think it's an apt one. So, and I quote, to subvert expectations, to behave contrary to an established belief or assumption for the purpose of being fresh and interesting, usually used in the arts when analyzing the reaction of the audience to a performance or piece of writing, sometimes mistakenly used as a positive when the result is neither fresh nor interesting. Okay, so that is that particular explanation from the Urban Dictionary. And quite often it's far more apt than uh, people would like, would like to believe. I've heard so many writers, I've heard directors, showrunners, they were all, oh, I'm trying to subvert expectations. There is a right way to subvert expectations. However, it requires clever writing. It, the, the problem that I have seen in so many films that have trotted out the, we're just trying to, we were just subverting expectations, it's really just a defense mechanism to explain why their film was garbage. So when, we, when it comes to subverting expectations, a good one is you build up a character as the hero. They're the hero, you know, or they're, the, they're someone who's uh, alongside the main hero, the main protagonist. And it's going really well, and then at the end, or near the end, you find out they're the antagonist the whole time. That would be subverting expectations in a correct manner. Your expectation is that this person is the help, the secondary hero of the story, and only to find out that they were the antagonist the entire time. Uh, A good real-life example of subverting expectations would actually be from M. Night Shyamalan, and that's The Sixth Sense. Because of the way the movie is set up, you don't know the whole reasoning behind the Bruce Willis character. But there are clues there, clues that have been left there. But the expectation is what is presented to you, the audience. So when it when that twist does happen, boom, it's a shock, it's a surprise. But then you start thinking back, oh wait, there were these moments. It subverted your expectations in a good way. The list, of course, for doing it incorrect, for doing it wrong, is freaking endless. Mainly because, like I said, it's used predominantly as a way of getting around the fact that your writing talent is not very good, that your directorial vision was a bit muddled. 
the fact that the whole concept was flawed at the beginning. Uh, but the ones that always stuck out to me was, of course, Ryan Johnson and his take on Star Wars. And what was his flippant excuse? Oh, I was subverting expectations. No, you weren't subverting expectations so much as you were trying to desperately piss off every Star Wars fan that you could on the way out. There's one... There were, there were ways in which you could do that. That you could subvert expectations in his film. The problem is is that he did it in such a way that really all it did was soothe his own ego. Because let's face facts, Ryan Johnson, when given work on his own material, on his own ideas, and given full creative control, can make really good films. Knives, like I, I have said this before and I will continue to say again, as a director in that circumstance, he's a great director. Knives Out is a great film. The man himself is an insufferable jackass. But, as a director in with something in his wheelhouse, he is good. Give him something that has to fit into a trilogy. You know, one film leading into another, leading into another. That has other films that are leading into this movie the idea that someone like him was a good fit was asinine so when his film turns out to be highly divisive because there are some people who are like you know I'm tired of the same old same old granted that happens you want to see something new and something fresh but you don't want to see something new and fresh at the expense of whatever whatever made the film series itself worth watching to begin with. The, the trashing of the universe isn't new and fresh, it's infuriating. So you can really see when he started falling into I was subverting expectations, part of that was kind of a defense mechanism. I was subverting expectations, so you can't really blame me for that. Well, yes, Ryan, we can. We most certainly can blame you for that. Because you did it. I mean, you are the puppy who pissed on the floor. It's not as if we're going to be like, oh, well, next time you'll do it better. No, you have to own up to this. You made this mess on the floor. And you were verbally beaten for it. Now, you can't just, you know, go around and think that you did a good thing. You didn't. But that's really the problem here when it comes to subverting expectations. It's far more often used as a crutch for people who really don't know either what the hell they're doing. They're really not in their wheelhouse. This is not something that they're used to. Uh, Paul, F what was it, Paul Feig? With Ghostbusters 2016? That whole idea of him being the director of that film was so outside his wheelhouse, I'm shocked someone thought that was a good idea. Naturally, you know, if it's someone who is like, who uh, a producer thinks, oh no, this person is incredibly pliable, and I can get them to do what I want, then it makes more sense. But 
quite often, as we've seen, subvert expectations. When it's done well, it's kind of, oh, hey, that movie had a great twist to it. Have you ever noticed that? You know, when they're subverting expectations, they're doing it in small ways, and then as you're watching it and they do it really well, they pull it off, you go, wow, that was a great twist. That was a great twist ending. There was this great twist in the middle. But the instant it's a total disaster, no, no, we're going on Twitter and saying we were subverting expectations. Honestly, the, the whole term, subvert expectations, in a good connotation, I think is forever shadowed by the fact that untalented hacks have been using it to defend themselves. Now, that's just my opinion, of course. This is just my opinion. But, doesn't that seem to be a bit more true to life than, say, because you see those good movies, it's a twist. You see these untalented, mouth-breathing idiots on Twitter, uh, I was subverting expectations. Have you noticed that? I know I have, and I can't stand Twitter. But that's what they do. So subverting expectations, is it a good thing if you have good writing and you're able to make it to where the expectations that you're building into the audience isn't like universe destroying? You know, yeah, you can write these things. Think of them, instead of subverting expectations, think of them as writing a good twist. I'm writing a good twist here. Something that's going to catch the audience off guard, but it's going to make them go, aha. Because if you're going down the hole, I'm just going to subvert expectations, more than likely it's because your writing is terrible. Just saying. <sighs> I have... I have really been trying to wrap my head around how I was going to approach this particular subject because I do have fairly strong feelings for those who are proponents of the subverting of expectations. And this is not just directors and writers and producers. No, no. I have had to hear this from movie critics. Oh, they were subverting expectations. You guys, you need to just shut up for a second sit back and really think about what you're saying. You really do. You need to step back from your desk and think, okay, it's subverting expectations. Does subverting expectations actually mean a good thing? Because I've seen so many movie critics and movie pundits going out and defending people with this phrasing. It's like you realize whenever the whole term subvert expectations gets trotted out it's always in a bad connotation right so I think perhaps just perhaps in my personal viewpoint the idea of subverting expectations should just it should it should remain it shouldn't die but I think what it should happen is that it should evolve now, if you subvert expectations in a good way, it's a great twist. 
if you are a lackluster moron who doesn't know how to write or direct, it's subverting expectations. That way we have a clear delineation between what's good and what's garbage. Because clearly we need this distinction. Clearly. Ugh. Again, this is just my opinion. I don't know what you guys think. Maybe you're thinking along the same lines I am. Perhaps not. But it's kind of one of those things. It's like, is it, is it worth keeping around? I don't know. Well, then I think it's going to be it for me for today. So it's time to close up the old shed. But I will see y'all next time.